You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Barb and I are hanging out at um, my house here. We have a guest today, and her name is Danielle Victoria. Welcome to our show, Danielle. Hi, ladies. Thank you so much for having me. We're so happy to have you. It took us a few minutes to connect, but we, we are all together now, so it's all great. Technical difficulties. We've been having technical difficulties our whole life, but that's okay. That's <laughs> we're on our subject. Technically, it's Mercury retrograde, so we really can't be held responsible. But we're usually more professional. I, I promise you, Danielle. <laughs> no problem. Well, I don't know. You're more professional, not me. Yes, you are very professional. We were envious of how professional and how well you have it together. Thank you so much. That's so sweet of you guys to say. Yeah, we love your Instagram. Oh my God, you're so beautiful. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh, you guys are just berating me with compliments right now. I feel so grateful. Thank you. So we're so excited to speak to you because um, as we have been ghosting your Instagram, because we wanted to get to know you a little bit, I find it so interesting and it's so amazing how you have been able to become a content creator. How did you, I mean, first of all, Tell us a little bit about yourselves. I mean, we, we know that you are a model and that you are a beauty influencer and a content creator. And how did you come about all of these things that you do? So when I was 14, I lived in a town called Redding, California, up in NorCal. It's like right below the Oregon border. And I went to a scouting event for modeling and I signed to my first modeling agency when I was 14 and the closest modeling agency was out of San Francisco. So my mom, bless her heart, drove me like four hours every time I had a casting, a job, a commercial. She drove four hours to San Francisco to take me to go do all that stuff. So basically I had been modeling out of Reading until I turned 18. And then my modeling agency was like, girl, what are you doing? You need to move to LA. This is ridiculous. You cannot be driving just to San Francisco. And like the San Francisco modeling market is very commercial and just, there's not a lot of opportunities. So basically they were like, get your butt to LA. And so fresh out of high school, 18, moved to LA by myself, got signed to Wilhelmina in LA and started my modeling career there. And that's actually how I met my boyfriend was I was uh, in their music video, did that. And then basically the industry really shifted in 2014 and all these brands started putting all of their marketing budget into online marketing. So the like that was the birth of the influencer, the YouTuber, the Viner, the, you know what I mean? It's like, that's when that kind of took off. And so the career just kind of shifted naturally because I had picked up an audience through my modeling and it just kind of happened organically. And then now it's just, it's, it's crazy to see the, sh- like to watch the shift happen. And now 99% of my job opportunities are in that space and not the modeling space. And so that's, that's kind of how I got where we're at. <laughs> that's really cool. It's so funny because you met your boyfriend who we can, we can mention his name and, and the band that he's in, right? Yes, absolutely. He's a singer, right? In Pierce the Veil? Yes. Okay. And so you met him like the old fashioned way in the music industry anyway. (laughs) So the old fashioned way is all the models always met the musicians on like a video shoot. It's so funny. 
I know. I feel I I'm so happy that we did meet that way because it's such a fun story to tell people. And, you know, we want to have kids someday and it would be so fun to like have documentation of the day we met. And we have like a behind the scenes video um, of shooting that day. And there's just so much documentation. And it's like you said, it's just such like a rock and roll love story. I love it. Totally. It's so funny. It's like the classic rock and roll story of a musician with a model and you met while you were shooting a video. It kind of reminds me of the Paulina Postova. Yeah, with Rico Kasich. Kasich. Yeah. Yes. She probably doesn't even know who they are. Paulina yeah, was do. <laughs> <laughs> They're like the same age as our, our, our daughters. So you're modeling now. You basically are a content creator. So what do the brands reach out to you directly or does Wilhelmina do that for you? Are you still within the agency or is that something that all of these relationships you have developed yourself? So in the beginning, back in 2014, I was mainly doing it all myself because modeling agencies really hadn't caught on to it yet. Like I think when they saw that I started doing it, they were they they were very skeptical because I came to them and I was like, hey, I'm getting these opportunities. I would love to have you guys manage it. And they basically like shoved it off and were like, no, that's not real. We don't want to be uh, uh, intertwined with that if something happens. You know what I mean? Like they really didn't understand it yet. So I started doing it all on my own. And then good for you. It, it was interesting. I was, I had to learn how to like read contracts and make invoices real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then a few years ago, I actually signed to an agency that specializes just in social media. Um, oh, they're that's called, cool. They're called Socialite and they're incredible. Um, they completely changed my life and uh, I cannot recommend them enough. If someone's trying to become an influencer, definitely look into Socialite. They are amazing. And now they manage everything. And it's just... Oh, that's great. So they just basically say to you, this week, figure out something you're going to do with Oil of LA. Totally. uh, Really, that's really amazing. Because I I know a couple of models that are a little bit bitter. They're a little older than you. And they're (laughs) like, it's now it's just a numbers game. So what you're so, you know, how many followers you have is how you book work these days. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. it happens. It's actually happening in the music industry. I'm sure your husband you know, we'll say that's true as well. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of um, musicians and actresses and actors and models, they, they, my husband fortunately got in before the door slammed shut on his ass, but (laughs) a lot of them, they don't want to play, you know, they don't want to, this is the world we live in today. So it's really cool that you were able to jump on it before it became, you know, you have, you didn't have to chase after it. It chased you. And that's really amazing. I feel very, very lucky that it did happen that way because you're so right now when you, even if you just go to a modeling agency to become a model, they're like, okay, what's your Instagram? How many followers do you have? And it's, it's so unfortunate because, you know, back in the day when I started, it was all just about talent and now it's not. And it's, I don't know, it's kind of unfortunate that we are, like you said, doing the numbers game because I feel like it is such a disadvantage to so many talented people. Yeah, I think there's a, you know, it's a double-edged sword because then there's also people we would never have learned about if it weren't for social media because it's global. So Absolutely. it's it's a, it's a, you know, it's it's a double-edged sword. There's so many for every great thing about it, there's something negative, but I think it's it's incredible that you've carved this niche for yourself and you're really successful at it and it's it's 
really admirable. It's really, really cool. We thought, you know, it's funny because we're we're coming up on Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and which is Daniela's birthday, by the way. Oh, let's, um, not, dis- let's not discuss that at all. <laughs> I mean, let's just not discuss my birthday. She ages in reverse. That's garbage. But, any- <laughs> but anyways, I, you know what? I wanted to ask you really quick, going back to like Valentine's Day and how did you guys connect like on the video set? Like, did you, were you like the, playing his love interest or what were you doing? on the video and how did he um, ask you out or did you ask him out oh my goodness okay so um he it's it's hilarious because he's actually the first person I talked to on set that day I showed up and like everyone was doing their stuff the production the makeup they were all busy and so I walk in with my like clothes that I brought for the wardrobe to kind of pick through and I'm just walking through this hallway and I I see him and I'm like hi uh my name's Danielle I am here uh my role in the music video by the way uh it's like a bank robbery kind of story and I was like literally the ca- the casting was girl who gets her ass slapped <laughs> so I was I walk in and I'm like hi I'm Danielle I'm the girl who's supposed to get her ass slapped and like holding these clothes and Vic was like totally taken by surprise he's like such a um you know he's a very kind soul and I feel like he was like oh my god this girl um so he's <laughs> he Came in hot with that uh, introduction, but he he took me to the wardrobe and then throughout the day, he just like kept coming up to me. And I, I, I remember I texted my mom because me and my mom are really close. She's like one of my best friends. And so on set all day, I was like, there's this really cute guy here who like won't stop talking to me. I think he might be interested. And so we just kind of ended up talking and hanging out all day on set. And then as we were getting close to rapping, he actually came up to me and handed me his phone and was like, wanted me to put his number in it or my number in it. And then we went our separate ways. And then later that night, he texted me and we ended up hanging out that night and it was so PG. It like nothing happened. We didn't even, (laughs) nothing happened. We just ended up like hanging out and playing video games. And uh, that was kind of how it started. And then he was on a world tour after that. So I didn't see him again for quite a few months, but that's kind of the, the birth of our love story. That's so cute. And so did you go out on tour with him once you guys started dating? And did you go visit him a lot? I did. Um, It's been a while since they've been on tour. They haven't been on the road since 2017. But I make a point to go out uh, every tour. The last one he did, I'm trying to remember, I think it was a US tour. And I think we went to New Orleans. It's just so much fun. I'm sure you guys can Mm -hmm. agree that it's just like such a fun way to see the world uh, on a without a doubt. Oh my god, where I feel so lucky. I'm sure you guys feel the same. It's just what a cool experience that we that we get to be like have access to that not many people do, you know? Yeah, totally. It's so much fun. I mean, that's like, that's the perk, isn't it? How often did you guys see each other? Because like my husband, Gilby and I, he's a guitar player. Also, both Barb and my husband are guitar players. And we had like this rule where we didn't go longer than like two weeks without seeing each other. Did you guys have a rule like that too? Yes. Yes. So for us, I try, it's not two weeks. It's more like I can't it has to be sometime in a month. So uh, like not a month between seeing each other, but I guess it would be two weeks. Cause when you think about a month, it's two weeks and then two weeks. So yeah, I think you're right. Two weeks. That sounds about right now that I'm thinking about it. (laughs) Yeah. But after COVID I'm ready to say you could go for six weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks, whatever. It would be really nice to see you. It would be nice to miss you for a little (laughs) bit, but we've been married a lot longer. We probably, I think 
Zach and I and Danielle and Gilby have been married longer than you've been born. Well, <laughs> well, the combination of our marriages together is 70 years. <laughs> oh, my God. And we're not so, joking. And we're not kidding. <laughs> so I actually have a question for you guys. I feel so fortunate that I met Vic with FaceTime and social media, so I can keep up with him, you know, every day. Um, what, right. what, what was it like dating someone so in a band? Knows. Smoke signals. We oh, no. <laughs> Actually, you know, it was so crazy because you'd have to wait. You'd have to go through a tour program and back in the day they actually made books it wasn't oh. like online and you'd go through the tour program and you'd have to guess with the bus routing when they would probably get to the hotel yeah and then you would have to call the front desk and you'd have to know the name that they were under because some of them were crafty and used several different names when they didn't want their significant other to call them i didn't have that issue because i generally i i'm so much of a detective that zach knows that <laughs> there is nothing that he could do that i wouldn't be able to find him or get him. He always says, if I ever got stuck in the middle of the ocean, don't worry, my wife will find us. We'll be, we'll be fine. She, <laughs> but you would have to literally time it. You would have to wait and say, okay, so around 6 a.m., especially when they were in Europe or something, you have to, about 6 a.m., they should be checking into the hotel. Then you figure by the time they get all their, their bags in the room or whatever, okay, I'm going to try around 10 a.m. I mean, you had to use a landline and then they could only call you from a landline. And hotels back then, when you would call from a landline, it would be like an eight minute phone call from Japan to California would be like their whole week's per diems. Yeah. And it would be like the thing, like, don't ever make the phone call from, you'd hope to get them in the production office and use the production phone. So yeah, it was an entire project. Oh my God. I can't even fathom that. (laughs) Yeah, but that also there was like a whole there there was a whole other element to it because nowadays with social media, if anybody's, you know, stepping out or 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 cheating or doing something they shouldn't be doing, it's gonna be all over social media. But back then they could be a lot craftier. <laughs> you, you had to take you had to like everybody would like try to like fr- the girls would always try to friend each other, like all the wives, the girls oh, yeah. would try to friend each other and be like, listen, there's girl code. If you see him with another chick or talking to somebody else, you better call me, you better tell me. But you know I, how it is. If you're gonna be out on the road, it's that's their office and you have to like see no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil. Yep, 100%. It's still like that. That's funny that you say that about the buddy-buddy with other girlfriends. I feel like there's still generally a sense of that. Just to know everyone and know what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes the guys have, you know, a girl du jour. So how are you supposed to (laughs) friend them? (laughs) Truly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's tricky. So how long have you guys been together? So we met in 2012, and we didn't really start officially dating until 2014. Because he was on that world tour and I only saw him once every couple months, you know, oh, so wow. it took us a while to really build our relationship. Uh, yeah. But then 2014 hit and it's been nonstop, non, the train is not turning back. <laughs> <laughs> you guys live together now, right? We do. Yes. We live in San Diego. Yeah. And I, I was on your Instagram and this is what, going back to what Barb was just asking you about with Valentine's Day coming up. We were seeing like all the cute little things and suggestions and ideas that you have to do, like entertain each other and like do cute romantic stuff for your Valentine's date nights. Day. Yeah. Charcuterie oh, boards, all kinds <laughs> of cute stuff I saw. I'm so glad you guys uh, saw that. Yeah, it's it's been a lot of fun and truly like the only thing keeping me going through quarantine has been these Friday night quarantine date nights. It's uh, it, it just happened because 
at the start of quarantine, we didn't know what any, none of us knew what we were doing with our lives. And it was just so boring and monotonous. And then finally I was like, what the hell are we doing? We need to make like a night for ourselves that we can just like celebrate our relationship. And he's in the process of writing an album right now. So during the week he is completely, he's working, you know, he gets home at like two or 3 AM and then goes to sleep and then wakes up and does it all over again. So having that one day really, really helped me for our relationship. You know what I mean? Just to it must have that be really exciting. Yeah, absolutely. It just feels so nice to have a moment to focus on each other. Yeah, totally. Because right now you're, you know, he's not traveling and you guys are home together and quarantining together. It can be like, you can get so stuck in the mundane stuff of like, you know, doing the same. Like, I feel like it's Groundhog's Day every day. Yeah, You, know, you get true. up, you, you, you take the dogs out, you feed the dogs, you clean the house, you cook, you grocery shop, you, you know, pay your bills, you do what work you can do. Um, so it, it can be really monotonous and you can forget to be, you know, romantic with each other and to date each other. Totally. And it's been such a lifesaver, I think, for our relationship in this quarantine atmosphere of being forced together. You know what I mean? It's just like a nice moment. And it's fun because you're I'm constantly trying to come up with new ideas, which makes it even more interesting because it's where we get to be creative and have some fun while trying to stay, stay safe. We've done a few that are like socially distanced and not just at home. But um, for the most part, we try to stay home. <laughs> Tell us about some of the dates that you um have cooked up for you guys so last night was actually really fun we watched a live stream concert uh jimmy eat world put out a live stream of a few of their albums and so we uh bought the ticket and then we just kind of set up a little charcuterie board and watched the concert and got a little drunk and had a had a night (laughs) that's fun i love that I'm trying to think of some other ones we did. Um, my favorite was, we- was, well, close to dear to mine and Daniela's heart. We both have major sweet tooths. And I loved how you thought to have the dessert night where you went and got a bunch of desserts and did a dessert tasting. I thought that was super romantic and really a great idea. And I might have to steal it from you. Oh my gosh. I'm like you too. I have such a sweet tooth and so does Vic. And uh, that was fun. And we got to support local businesses. It would have been fun to make the desserts too, but I know these local businesses are really hurting right now. So we wanted to show some support. That's great. Yeah. That's really cute. Love that. I like that. Did you also do, did you do a wine tasting night? We did. We actually did it on our roof. We just like yeah. packed a little picnic basket and then <laughs> climbed this ladder up to our roof. Except we, <laughs> we, we tried not to drink too much so we weren't like drunk trying to get off our roof. But <laughs> it was fun. That was a fun one too. What are you planning for Valentine's Day? So for Valentine's Day, we are going to trying to think I Vic's birthday is like four days before Valentine's Day so I'm trying to like come up with two separate ideas to make them both special oh Um, wow another it's so funny it was surrounded by Aquarians there's Aquarians everywhere Daniela's and her whole family are Aquarius and I have an Aquarius moon and Vic is an Aquarius when's your birthday I'm February 28th so still February so you're a Pisces (laughs) yes wow okay so emotional very sweet though I love that (laughs) <laughs> that's so, where you get the creativity from it's the Pisces are the artists and the lyricists and the creative dreamy creative people oh absolutely I feel like I am 100% genuinely a Pisces my mom and my dad are also both Pisces uh, wow house, a lot of emotions going on in that house wow a lot of water <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what we're doing for Valentine's Day we're I think we're just gonna buy a lot of balloons and do like the living room kind of covered in balloons and 
some candles and maybe just order some pasta from a, a, one of our favorite businesses. I think that's it though. Nothing too crazy. Just kind of try to make the house look romantic. Yeah. I see a lot of people have been going to like drive-in movies as well, which is really nice because you can do like a little picnic and we did that in the summer. Yeah. It was really cute. Zach and I have an eight-year-old and they did Toy Story 4 out at the lake by us and we watched The NeverEnding Story, which was really fun. I love the whole drive-in thing. It's really cute too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love drive-ins. Uh, well, I'm lucky to live in San Diego. It's, I'm sure you, oh. do you, do you guys live in LA? We do. Oh, so you, you same weather. Yeah. So we are so lucky to have all this perfect weather year round. Basically we get to take advantage of that. Exactly. Yeah. It's been really, today was really beautiful. Yesterday was pouring rain, but today is the sun's out and it's gorgeous. And these like, when it's beautiful like this, like Gilby and I like to take motorcycle rides. We'll eat, we'll take a motorcycle ride just to go sit um, like on top of Moholland and just check out the view or we'll go to the beach or ride along the coast it's even nice to go to like, there's this great park where we live that's got like a duck pond and it's really beautiful. So those are all nice things to do too. That yeah. Just get you out of the house a little bit. Sometimes you just need a little change of scenery. Absolutely. Especially this year. I'm like, get me out of this house, please. <laughs> I have a question for you. Where is the first place that you're going to go when we're really free people again? Oh my God. I mean, do you mean like a trip or like a normal activity? Actually, why don't you answer a question for both? So I would love to go spend a week in Hawaii when this is Mm, done. (laughs) Without a doubt. That sounds like heaven for me. Um, And then for the normal activity, honestly, I just want to go have like a nice night out, go to dinner, drinks, and a movie. That sounds like the the perfect night. What about you ladies? Pretty much the same. We were just talking about that, how it's just the things that we took it, you know, that we took for granted just to, just to be able to hug somebody and go out to dinner and to have a laugh and reach over and like squeeze your girlfriend's hand or we've been quarantined with our husbands and our kids. So just to have that intimacy with other people and that socialization would just be dreamy. And we had a trip planned for our anniversary. Our anniversary is in December. We were going to go to Cabo. And then it was the second lockdown where you have to do that 10-day quarantine when you come back to LA. Mm -hmm. So we put it off. So I think we're going to try and get away as soon as we either get vaccinated or feel more comfortable. But I think it's kind of weird to do a trip right now and be limited. It's like, Mm -hmm. if you're going to spend the money to go on vacation, I don't want to have to wear a mask or actually the mask doesn't really bother me as much as like, I want to be able to go to dinners or to sightsee if there's museums or, you know, whatever experiences that there are that I know a lot of places you're really limited right now. Absolutely. No, I fully agree. I think that's kind of why we've held off as well, just because like you said, I want to be able to go to dinner. I want to go shop. I want to go to the bars. It's just not the same, you know, when you can't. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I just want to travel. As soon as everything's over, that's the first thing I want to do is I want to go to Europe. I want to travel. I want to sightsee. I just want to be a tourist. (laughs) Yeah, totally. I mean, it seems from your Instagram that you haven't stopped working though. How do you come up with ideas to, you know, create content for some of the products and jobs that you're booking when you're stuck in, I mean, your home beautiful from what you posted and I could tell that you love to decorate, but how do you continuously think of content to create? I mean, that's pretty creative of you. 
thank you so much for saying that about our home. I, th I think our home is so beautiful. Uh, I, it's been really, really hard trying to stay creative in the same exact location, especially with shoots. The first couple months of quarantine, I was struggling really hard with it. I just didn't want to shoot. I didn't feel creative at all. I really took a, I got in a rut, you know, and it, and it's honestly just since the new year, especially as a creative energy, it's just not great. But I think with the start of the new year, I'm really trying to find a new sense of inspiration and hope, <laughs> if you will, um, trying to figure out ways to just take advantage of my home space. I mean, everybody's in the same boat. I don't think anybody that follows me is like expecting me to be doing any crazy shoots out in public or in crazy locations. Like, everyone's kind of all at home. So that's kind of part of it that makes it work that I think everyone's expectations are a little different. Um, but it's been a challenge. I mean, God, it's, it's hard to make the same bedroom look good <laughs> five, 500 times. <laughs> right. I don't know if you've listened to our show at all, but we have um, two segments that are really popular with our, our listeners that they really like and that we love to do. Daniela does a segment called Dear Daniela, where she answers people's advice questions or, you know, questions that they have uh, to her about life or fashion or, or what have you. And I do a segment called Barb's Bag of Tricks because I'm a crazy, um, actually both of us are, um, product horror for lack of a more creative term. But have you discovered any new products or any new routines or anything during quarantine? For me, the thing that's really brought me the most joy, it's not really a product, it's more so just cooking. I really, like, I've liked cooking, but I really have dove into it with quarantine. I'm just, like, fully channeling my Martha Stewart, and I'm like, all right, if I'm going to be home, I got to make it the best it can be. So I have fully dived into cooking, and it's really been one of the only things that gets me excited besides those quarantine date nights, to be honest. It's oh, just like great. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's It's been a really fun, creative outlet for me just to play around with food. Are you using like uh, recipes that you're finding online or is there somebody in particular that you like? I just started, I just got Chrissy Teigen's cookbook. Have you tried that yet? Yes, I have both of her cookbooks. And yeah. um, my favorite girl is this food blogger named Half-Baked Harvest. I oh, found, yeah. Oh my gosh. All her recipes are so good. It's like comfort food that, you know, kids will like, your mom will like, but then she does like an artisanal twist to it usually. And oh my God, her recipes are just so good. And I found her through Pinterest. Um, that's how I find most of my recipes I try. I'm not the mm -hmm. kind of chef that wants to like come up with a recipe. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to follow the guidelines and then it'll be fail proof. <laughs> I don't trust myself to like make something yet, you know? Exactly. I, I do that too. I like to explore other people's ideas too, just because sometimes I feel like when I'm cooking, I cook so much and I start to feel like everything I make tastes the same. <laughs> so I like to explore with other people's recipes. Is there a product that you just cannot live without, like a beauty product? Now that I think about it, I did find one in quarantine. It's a eye cream from First Aid Beauty and it literally has changed my life. I have somewhat dark under eyes and it completely gets rid of them and you can use it as a highlight on your cheekbone too because it's kind of iridescent so if you're doing like a no makeup look or you're at the beach or you're on a tropical vacation it would work perfectly as like a natural looking highlight I gotta look up the name real quick it's I was gonna say which one because my daughter uses first aid beauty and I do like some of their products as well but they have a couple different eye creams yeah let me it's the Nia 
cinnamide brightening eye cream. Oh. Sorry, I'm like, I want to make sure I'm yeah. pronouncing it right. <laughs> you are. That's exactly right. You said it right. <laughs> yeah, I'm obsessed with it. I'm a freak for sunscreen. So is there like a favorite sunscreen that you like to use or products that you need to protect your skin? Because you're so absolutely beautiful, but you're very fair. So I'm, I'm the little bit of the mom is going to come out in me. I want to make sure you're protecting your skin down there in San Diego. Oh, I love it. No, thank you. Yes, you are on it. Um, I absolutely <laughs> love SPF. I mean, like you said, I am so fair skinned that I need it. I'm very lucky that my mom has like installed in me from a young age how important sunscreen is. <laughs> yep. I, um, my kids think everybody brushes their teeth and then they put their sunscreen on. They have no idea that some people don't do that. <laughs> No, that's great. You're raising them right. I love that. We're gonna be looking beautiful forever. <laughs> you guys won't need. You guys won't need any um, injectables or uh, any problems because you'll be staying away from the sun. Exactly. So my favorite is the Tula Protect and Glow. It's like another glowy product, and when you put it on, it makes it, your face just like so glowy and dewy. Um, it has SPF 30 in it, and I usually apply it a few times if I'm like out in all day, you know, like I'll do one in the morning, one in the afternoon and one at like when the sun's like kind of fading a little bit if I'm out in the sun all day. But usually I just put it on before my makeup and then my makeup also has SPF in it. I use a CC cream from Supergoop and it has SPF as well. I don't know the Tula line. I've been hearing a lot about mm -hmm. it. I have to check it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just found out about it recently um, within, I think, the last two years, and I'm I'm sold. Their moisturizing cream is also so rich and hydrating and very thick, but not – it doesn't, like, clog pores or anything. It feels light when you put it on, but then you, when you feel it, it's just so luxurious feeling. I, I oh, love nice. that. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to have to check out Tula. I've been hearing and reading so much about them. They've been putting in a lot of ads and um, Sephora – constantly sending me things promoting them so I, I want to check it out thanks for sharing that yeah no problem yeah I love them I'm I'm a product junkie I love any kind of skincare hair care you name it I, I love it <laughs> oh actually you should tell us about your hair care your hair is mm -hmm. unbelievable Oh my gosh. Well, I got to start it off with saying that I wear extensions. So it's kind of a, okay. it's a, it's a facade. I wish my hair was that mermaid long, but thank you so much for the compliment. Um, what my extensions do you use doll? Because a lot of people use them and I know that there are different qualities to them. Danielle and I do not, but there are, I mean, I, I did for a minute, I had been getting hair breakage and I couldn't get used to myself with short hair because I've had long hair my whole life pretty much. And I did extensions for a little bit, the tape in ones, and they were amazing. And then once my hair got long enough, I, I took them out. But what ones do you like? So I wear clip-in ones um, okay. just because I... I haven't committed to the tape in or the like crimp ones where they crimp it in your hair. I haven't really tried those yet, but um, I use barefoot blonde hair. It's created by a blogger. Her name's Amber Fillerup and she created this hair care line. And then she also now created a shampoo and conditioner and all that stuff to go along wow. with it. Yes. Cool. I love them. Um, it, I having this color hair, it's really hard to find extensions that match and hers that the shade I use is autumn and it matches my hair absolutely perfectly. I couldn't believe it when I ordered them because my whole life that I've worn extensions, I've had to dye them. Um, oh, right. So this was just so much easier for me and they're great quality. Uh, I cannot recommend them enough. That's great to know. What yeah. were you going to ask Daniela? You were... Well, I was going to just ask her like a dear Daniela question that, that people always ask us. Yeah. Because we, Barb and I always get the same question. Everybody's always like, well, the last question I got was, do you hang out with a lot of other rock wives or musicians 
girlfriends and wives. So I'll, I'll turn that over to you. Do you? I do, actually. <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel like birds of a feather, you know, it's like everybody always kind of, you know, it, it's, it's what you know. Absolutely. And it's just so nice to have people to talk about what our struggles are that I will actually understand. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. many people are like, okay, yeah, your boyfriend's been gone for a week, relax. But then, we're, you know, for us, it's like, especially after them being home so long, it's like, okay, I need to talk about this. I got to talk about this. And it's just been interesting how easy it is to get along with a lot of these other rock band girlfriend wives. Um, one of my closest friends is actually my boyfriend's brother's girlfriend. And so, and the brother was in the band, he's not any longer, but you know, she had, we were able to connect on so many levels with that. And you know, it's, we're, we're going to be family someday. So it kind of worked out perfectly. People always ask Barb and I, how we deal with like groupies and girls, you know, all the backstage shenanigans. Oh my God, the the worst. Seth always, Seth always <laughs> says we don't have to worry about it because Ozzy never had any fans that were female. So it was never <laughs> And his band, Black Label Society, is a total dude biker band anyway. So it's like, I haven't really had that problem. I'm like, almost like, go, please, somebody entertain him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god for us it, it was very different like well, for you was, it was yeah guns, guns and roses and, and guns and roses and years ago it was like you know model central i mean it was just like the models would just be like they would just be at the hotel lobby waiting for the guys oh my god so, so it wasn't even just like you know you have to compete with rupees or other girls but you're competing with fucking supermodels uh, <laughs> that's ridiculous oh my god <laughs> So outrageous. <laughs> you know, for us, I mean, I just feel like if you're going to be, if you're married to a musician, the best way is to just be secure and, and be secure within your relationship and, and be there with your eyes wide open. Have your ears, your eyes, everybody open. <laughs> everybody's, everybody's watching. Absolutely. So for Vic's fan, it's actually very interesting because a lot of his fan base is very, very young. So there are a lot of like 12 to 16 year olds. So Mm. I haven't experienced. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I haven't experienced too much of the groupie aspect, but there definitely have been times, um, especially when it's like a large tour with quite a few bands where you definitely see them. So I've, I've seen them. I know they're around. I feel very fortunate that every guy in my boyfriend's band it has been in a long-term relationship for years now at this point so like you said I feel very secure I feel like we all do we trust them uh we're we're very lucky that we snagged some of the good ones (laughs) there's only a couple yes (laughs) (laughs) truly it's not for the faint-hearted that's for sure but hey we could have it worse we could be a sports wife and they have it I think in my opinion no one has it worse than the wives of athletes athletes forget it I think they're worse than musicians yeah oh my god I can't even imagine like the new drama that comes out every week with these sports people I can't even imagine how those girls do it yeah. I mean, they even have TV shows based upon their yeah. being girlfriends and wives. What is it? Wags or, yep. or yeah. whatever it is. Wives, wives and, and girlfriends of sports. Yeah. 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 So it's great. Yeah. I love, I love it. There's another question that Daniela has been asking everyone that's on the show, which I think is so beautiful and clever. And we should ask you, do you want to ask her? Sure. We always ask, what do you love best about yourself? Oh, that's such a nice question. I love that. And it's probably so special to hear people like really shine through with that question. That's, that's a sweet question. I think what I love most about myself is, hmm, 
It's a hard one, right? I, I know. I'm like, okay, I think I have it. And then I'm like, wait. Um, <laughs> well, I like my eyes. Yeah. Well, you, know, you know what's what I find interesting about the question? It's hard not to answer the question just solely based upon yourself because you want to say, I'm a good wife or I'm a good mother or I love the way I am with as a friend. But you're, you kind of want to the it, it's nice to have the answer be about something really within yourself mm-hmm. not based upon your relationship with other people your relationship absolutely. with yourself you know absolutely so i think for me it would be my ability to like when i meet people i'm always so optimistic it's like i i put i tr- i want to trust people so badly i don't know how to put it into words it's when i meet people for the first time i'm just so bright-eyed and bushy-tailed you know what i mean it's like i want I have so much expectations. It's like I want everyone well, want to, to be my see friend. The good in people. You like to see the good in people. Exactly. Yeah. Spoken like a true Pisces. That's very Neptunian of you, um, <laughs> because they, I, my, my Neptune's conjunct my son, and that's why I'm a very bad judge of character. I always think everyone's amazing, and I love everyone until they, you know, I don't know steal my puppy or something. I just have not had, um, I'm not a really good judge of character, but that's a beautiful quality and to stay optimistic and to not be cynical, you know, it, that's really beautiful. Totally. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same. I feel like I, um, I can be a bad judge of character because I, like you said, I just want to see the good so bad. I sometimes, uh, ignore the bad. You don't even realize it when it's right in front of you, but it's, I, I love that you love that about yourself and don't change that. Cause that's a good thing to be. Mm-hmm. especially Uh, to be optimistic in you know in this pandemic and this crazy times that we're living in oh my gosh I know it's so sad I feel so blessed and grateful every day like that you know we're we're all so lucky that we don't have to worry about where our next meal is going to come from if we can pay rent you know it's like just those small things it's just been such an eye-opener this year yeah 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 it's so true it's it's been um it's been it, it really did level the playing field I mean, and it really does show you that you have nothing if you don't have your health. Yeah. Literally, you could have all the money in the world. If you're not healthy, it's not, it doesn't, you know, it's, 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 it's pointless. It means nothing. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing how important it is. And, um, we're just fortunate. I mean, the, the podcast has given us, you know, so much joy through this whole thing. And we pretty much launched it. And then two months later was the pandemic, but um, it's, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun. And um, I'm glad that you still are optimistic and we're really thrilled that we got to, to talk to you and we wish you all the best and super excited to keep seeing what you come up with. I love watching your Instagram and seeing all the different ways that you are tackling maintaining your relationship and your career and good luck to you it's great no oh, thank you so much ladies it was such a pleasure talking to you guys today and um i can't express how grateful i am that you wanted me on your show of course and we're we're just grateful that you didn't blow us off after <laughs> after all the debacles we had with my doing goodness this, but... we we <laughs> haven't had that trouble and then when when you weren't logging on right at, at time we thought oh gosh she's probably saying you know what these two old broads <laughs> they, they they stiffed me two times i'm gonna let them see what it feels like <laughs> oh my god no. danielle why don't you tell people how they can um learn more about you and and find you through your socials and all that yeah, no problem. So I'm at XO Miss Danielle on Instagram, on Twitter, and my website is DanielleVictoria.net. It's more of like a blog. It's not really, it's just kind of goes hand in hand with my Instagram. It's the, mm-hmm. if I feel like my Instagram is the main where I'm most active. So that's, yeah. that's it at XO Miss Danielle.
Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on our little show and hanging out with us. We appreciate it. No problem. So thank you so much to our guest, Danielle Victoria. Make sure you go check her out on her Instagram and on her website. And if, again, as usual, if there's anything that you would like us to talk about or any topics that you'd like us to discuss or products you want us to review, please hit us up on our socials, Honest AF Show, um, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and honestafshow.com on our website. And again, make sure to subscribe. subscribe and review. Leave us a good review. Don't dog us. Just don't do it at all. (laughs) But uh, anyways, okay. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Danielle. Thank Thank you, guys. (laughs) We um, obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.